Welcome to Mintel's Little Conversation. Real conversations with actionable insights into what consumers want and why. I'm your host, Andrew Davidson, based in New York. On July 5th, Meta launched Threads from Instagram, a Twitter-like social media platform that has so far captured a lot of attention. According to Meta, 100 million people signed up for the platform in just five days, making it the fastest growing platform ever and surpassing the recent record that was broken by the launch of OpenAI's ChatGPT. The key to the success of Threads has been its integration with Instagram, which lets users not only sign up quickly and easily with their Instagram accounts, but also automatically imports their followers, so no need to start from scratch. In response, Twitter threatened to sue Meta, accusing it of hiring Twitter employees and stealing its intellectual property. And the ongoing feud between billionaires, Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg and Twitter owner Elon Musk has reached new heights. Since the launch, usage, however, has dropped off and engagement is already waning. Joining me to discuss these fast-moving events and break down what it all means, I'm delighted to welcome back to the pod Rebecca McGrath in London and Marissa Fryce in Chicago. Both are frequent guests on the pod and join us whenever we need some expert advice on the evolving social media landscape. Welcome back, Rebecca and Marissa. Hi, everyone. Uh, great to be here. Uh, I'm Rebecca McGrath. I'm Associate Director uh, for Media and Technology uh, for UK Reports. Yes, and hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Fries, Comfort Media's D- Digital Marketing Analyst. So happy to be back here on Mintel's Little Conversation. Excellent. Well, it's great to have you both back. All right, so let's start by getting up to speed. Uh, why did Meta decide that now was the time to launch Threads? I think uh, anyone who's been paying attention to media in recent years knows that Twitter has uh, caused quite a lot of controversy since Elon Musk took over. Um, We've seen a a range of issues from functionality problems to just fundamental changes in the platform, the introduction of uh, Twitter Blue, which is a subscription element, um, and just the reduction in content moderations and really just a change in the platform quite fundamentally. Uh, And that has, I think, really opened this gap in the market that didn't exist before for other text-based platforms to come into play. We've seen other smaller new players like Mastodon and um, Blue Sky is coming. And now you can see why Mastodon would think we've got all all the scale, all the resources to try and launch a a text-based platform to sort of take advantage of this moment where people might be looking elsewhere. And I'd say our data shows that a quarter of uh, Twitter users would prefer to use a Twitter alternative platform to Twitter, which shows there is that frustration and there is that gap potentially for another platform to fulfill. But, you know, now that Threads has launched, like, I really think that it needs to be posed as a new platform, you know, one that's different from the rest, one that's not Twitter, um, you know, and that it should be an extension of that of Instagram, um, you know, not a Twitter copycat, so to say. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, have, have you, you obviously both had a chance to get on the platform. You, you can see, like, obviously stereotypes emerging, like memes going around, like you know, Twitter as a as a knife fight, and you know, whereas Threads sort of emerging as just sort of being, well, you know, a bit a bit boring. Um, what, what what do you think of it? It's really important to talk about how raw this platform is currently. We're we're two weeks into it, and 
it is missing so many fundamental features that I have to say I was very surprised that they still don't have. <laughs> they keep hinting and teasing it and you know, Adam Masuri, who's who's um, the head of Instagram is is uh, uh, sort of regularly interacting with people and hinting about bringing a follower feed, a search functionality, all these such key elements that I think I can't even fully judge what this platform is going to be and what kind of content it's going to have on there until those are in place. And I said, I, I really expected by this point they would be here. <laughs> and until then, I'm going to check in every now and again, but I'm not. I, I, I need those elements to make think of it as a full social media platform. Right. I, I completely agree. Um, and I think uh, Meta, you know, kind of launched threads at this time, you know, the Twitter controversy was high. So, you know, hey, we're going to come in right now, um, you know, when people are having negative thoughts about Twitter and we're going to enter into into this market right now, right now, right then. Um, you know, and my colleagues and I have, have really chatted about this and this idea of threads, you know, and um, this whole allure of Twitter. And, um, you know, I feel like the difference between Twitter and that of threads is this whole idea of anonymity. You know, hi- Instagram is highly curated. You know, you're highlighting the image that you're trying to get your followers or your friends or whatever to, to try and perceive. And, you know, when you launch a platform, i.e. threads, you know, that automatically links your highly curated Instagram followers and this image um, um, to your threads, your um, word-based platform. You know, you're going to be and try. You're going to try and keep up that same image that that you have, and you can't really hide behind that screen name as as of Twitter. So I think these platforms are are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there's not really. Um, much, uh, you know, similarities in the sense that of anonymity versus having a, a highly curated base of followers, um, you know, that, that you can, you can merge together. Um, so I think like the whole idea of like Twitter and threads like needs to be a, a separate thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. The, the Twitter killer uh, narrative is is far too simplistic for for what people are looking mm-hmm. for from their social media and and what these platforms can become. And just a simple fact that Instagram has yeah it's a much larger platform than Twitter and therefore has potential to attract a lot of people who are never Twitter users and you know, never never looking to go there. Uh, so it's not just a Twitter users are not the only text-based um, users available. A lot of people I know when they were joining um, threads, it just kind of brought back this idea of like nostalgia almost. Um, you know, when I first joined um, Facebook, I was 13 years old. I actually waited until I was 13 years old to join um, the, the legal age or whatever. Um, but, you know, when I was on this platform, um, you know, this was how it was used. And I'm sure like this is how like MySpace was used. Um, you know, it was used as a platform to kind of, you are yourself and uh, you're you're writing about uh, what is going on in your daily life. You're giving your followers or your friends updates on what is going on in, in your daily life, which kind of brings back this whole nostalgic idea because that's not necessarily what... 
Instagram or Twitter or Facebook nowadays is really used for. Um, so it's kind of like this uh, blast from the past almost um, threads that's kind of coming back. Interesting. I, I, obviously, we've all got a professional interest in, in looking at, at threads. Um, we did a, a quick LinkedIn poll. It was interesting. It, you know, it was only a, a small sample, but actually found that um, the majority said that people just, you know, they said they didn't, they weren't going to download threads. They just didn't need another social media app. You know, obviously that's going to be the sentiment for, for a lot of people. You're sort of like parking your sort of work lives and thinking about your sort of the personal perspective or the, the perspective of your, of your friends. Could you see yourselves sort of using threads or could you imagine using threads um, in, in your personal lives? Yes, absolutely. If it sort of takes on the changes that I think it needs to to make and plans mm. to make, it's just about if they get that timing of that right. Um, absolutely, I think I can see myself using it because, as I said, some Twitter has become less fun for me to use. And uh, yeah. how I primarily use um, Twitter, it's well, for funny content, but sport um, and football Twitter, at least in the UK, is is a massive elements of the popularity of Twitter and I follow that uh, quite intensely uh, I do a lot of I follow a lot of news and journalists as well and even though thread says it wants to be less in the world of journalism and news uh, I think that becomes an inevitability if you if you're a large platform they may not boost it up massively in the algorithms but uh, journalists and, and news providers will be there and they already are there so as long as I find the right people I want to follow then then that's how I use it and yeah hopefully to I want to read comments again <laughs> that's a big element and Twitter I've stopped reading comments and I kind of I want some of that discussion back around interesting topics what about you Marissa I know you're a big uh, TikToker could you see yourself shifting some hours over to uh of threads yeah no definitely I, I could totally see myself um on threads and again like i think threads is you know i i feel like it's an extension of it it needs to be marketed and um seen as an extension of instagram rather mm. than this entirely new platform you know if you're not on twitter i'm not on twitter you know like then, then what do you have as a text-based platform um, to be updating your friends and family on, you know, what what's kind of going on or your real thoughts and feelings of things? Um, you know, and yes, I've gotten to join threads and, you know, the original allure of it for me was like, oh, it's this shiny new platform and I need to be on it, you know, not only for like, um, you know, personal reasons, but for, for, for professional reasons, um, you know, and Twitter is being a bit controversial uh, there's a controversial in, twi- in revolving around Twitter, and this is so exciting. Um, um, but you know, as the more and more that I've gotten to use Threads, I, I highly see that there is potential in, in this space. I really do see that you know there is going to be potential um, within Threads, um, mm. just based off of being an extension, um, you know, of of your Instagram accounts. Yeah, so I like this interesting idea, this extension of Instagram. And let's explore that a little bit more when we get into thinking about the implications for brands. But obviously, um, and you know, uh, Rebecca, you alluded it to some of the discussion about this being a uh, potential Twitter killer. But let's talk about some potential scenarios. Obviously, we don't know what's going to really, how this is going to play out in the future. Um, But, you know, obviously, you know, Twitter has more than 300 million users 
Mark Zuckerberg has said he wants Threads to be a 1 billion plus user app. Um, based on what you've observed so far, you know, how likely is it that Zuckerberg's vision will play out? And what do you think would be the implications of such a scenario? Well, I mean, not to harp back on it, I think we're going to have to see a lot of changes and pretty rapidly to, to turn it into what I think we, we both agree it could be. Uh, I'd say in that scenario, in truly in the it takes off and maybe Twitter doesn't its user base falls or that would be remarkable if it eats into Twitter's user base because that is not a scenario we've seen play out um, since the day of MySpace to Facebook. Uh, ultimately, the, the social media landscape is very uh, static and uh, uh, hasn't there people maintain usage of the platforms. Uh, some some caveats there. Uh, I think it has the potential to do that, not only just because if the platform has the link to Instagram or this interesting content, if you can get those features going and all the things Marissa talked about of, of um, just a place to go to, <laughs> to socialize as well as to get your, your updates. Uh, but uh, it, so I think it can can certainly reach those levels. It has big implications for what mm. that would mean for Meta's overall control of the social media landscape as a whole. Cause, uh, and that interconnection between the platforms and how people feel about that and it offers massive opportunities maybe to Meta to, to sort of have that, that relationship between its platforms. But obviously we can see some big pushback there and, and uh, from lots of different players are fearful of what that that scenario might be, um, but I I think m- more so the problems of Twitter, if, if that was to decline, would be a lot of it would be its own, sort of its own bringing about its own demise as well, <laughs> rather than just you know, in, uh, threads cannibalizing uh, on on the situation. Uh, I think we're still seeing these these functionality issues. You know, right now, they're still limiting how many how many. <laughs> Tweets you can see. That's those are those are big problems, and uh, um, I certainly that's something that it doesn't look like it's about to to, to go away. And they, they announced Twitter, for example, that fifty that there was a fifty cent decline in advertising revenue. That's if brands look to brands look to Threads as a much more brand safe environment to advertise on. Um, that is a that is massive implications for for what's going to the future of Twitter will be. Right. Yeah. So I definitely think that Threads could become a 1 billion user app. But again, it, it just needs to evolve. Like right now, the the small features that it does have, um, you know, it's not going to attract a large number of users. Um, you know, it, it needs to evolve into its its own platform, something that, you know, is is similar yet different that of Twitter, you know, and it's featuring, um, you know, features that, you know, users can really engage with, um, you know, and, and see as its own platform. All right. So, you know, let's think about, you know, another scenario. I mean, Elon Musk tweeted 
about Twitter, you will get more laughs on this app than everything else combined. But I have to warn you, don't be shocked. There is some negative stuff too. Now, this is obviously a criticism of the toned down nature of threads that we were discussing earlier. But what if threads loses momentum um, and Musk is able to turn Twitter around? I mean, we've seen plenty of social media apps uh, come and go. Uh, Google Plus is one that's talked about a lot. I remember Clubhouse uh, came on, was all the hype around that. And then that sort of seems to have faded. Um, so, you know, how likely is it that this scenario plays out? And again, you know, what are the implications? Well, I think history would teach us that this is the more likely scenario because, uh, as you mentioned, how difficult it is to mm. change people's social media habits. Uh, you mentioned things that have come and gone, be real, uh, sort of stormed onto the scene and has sort of slid back. Uh, uh, because it didn't probably have enough features to, to intrigue people long term. It is very difficult uh, why TikTok was such a phenomenon, but it's, it's, that's been one of the few in recent years that have managed to do that. Now, Threads is a beast of its own because it's linked um, to Instagram, uh, so it is a slightly unique circumstance with, as well, the controversy we talked about with Twitter, uh, but I do think we shouldn't underestimate that strength of loyalty that people have to their to their platform and i'd say if in my view threads really needs to get they get these features they're talking about quite quickly and certainly before twitter seems to have figured itself out in this current circumstances uh, otherwise you know i'm sure they know what they're doing they have all the engagement figures but right now as marissa said you're not you're not you're not going to attract a, a broader audience which could be a strategy but from my perspective uh if you don't want all these articles about it being boring and and don't go there there's nothing there you, you need to do something quite quick quite sudden um because otherwise people just they just can't be bothered to go somewhere where they're bored or they can't see the content they want to see right away. Right. And I think it's really interesting that you bring up Be Real um, because I feel um, not me personally, I, I was never a Be Real user, but, you know, a lot of my friends have been on the Be Real app and they still are using the app, um, you know, and they're in their dedicated users. So I feel like sometimes in the social media world, like maybe it reaches its, you know, capita of users and it's had its heyday, but like the people that are on that app, you know, really enjoy it and really love it. Um, so they're going to stay there because it may be a little bit different than, um, you know, what's mainstream. So in terms of threads, um, you know, I would argue that, you know, the users that are on it and that are enjoying it and yeah, when the new uh, features come into play, um, you know, that's going to enhance the overall user experience, um, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to, you know, want to stay there over going back to Twitter, back to a controversial site. Um, I would also argue, you know, it's very similar to what we've recently seen on, on Reddit. You know, there was a lot of controversy surrounding surrounding Reddit, um, you know, and, and users were leaving the platform, so to say. Um, but, you know, um, just like any kind of celebrity drama or any kind of social media drama, you know, 
if someone loves a platform and they're on this platform or they love a celebrity, um, you know, it's all going to blow over in time. Um, You know, it's just a matter. It's just a matter of time um, before something, you know, it's going to make it or break it. I think uh, such a good point. Marissa is making about what our expectations of success actually are. Because if you take Be Real, which I think has a, a really valuable service to people in the world where social media is kind of less social and more about entertainment and, and sort of passive consumption, uh, I think Be Real has, uh, has that element and it's got that niche, hasn't managed to broaden it. But if you look at a platform like Snapchat then, very quick, which people keep expecting to sort of disappear in the world of TikTok, it's still more mm. used by Gen Z than TikTok. People are very committed to the platform because it serves the purpose in their life. And therefore, if, it, if you continue to enjoy it, you don't, you don't shift around. Um, so the thing is that Threads has set itself up to not to want to be a niche platform. You know, Reddit has 10% uh, of over 16s in, in the UK. It's a, it's a fairly niche platform, but it it's, has its place and its purpose. Uh, Threads has set itself up to want to be a billion person platform, so it's got to have really wide appeal there. Yeah, that's interesting because it's so the. Um the, the a third scenario, of course, might be that there's just a stalemate. You know, you don't really have one of these platforms winning out, particularly over the other, that they both sort of have some level of coexistence, maybe, or maybe not. They're on track to profit profitability. How is that? Would you say that's the most likely scenario then? I, I would say, in my personal guess, yes. And I could see Twitter as it's kind of heading towards, you know, this subscription element kind of becoming more insular in a way, like it will have its purpose for, uh, for people and particularly, you know, will become, I think, more and more subscription-based, um, especially if advertisers keep leaving the platform. Uh, and it will probably be a real place for you know, free speech, political discourse, you know, that kind of volatility, which will appeal to a lot of people. Uh, and I, can, I think it will maintain that presence uh, but while threads, yeah, as we've been talking about, does, does its own thing, appeals to different aspects of people's lives, different experiences they want online, because not everyone wants to be immersed in like a very <laughs> intense sort of controversial platform all the time. Also, just if, if it really wants to maintain its sort of breaking news presence, then that will keep it heavy, uh, heavy news Twitter. Um, where I think is really interesting to see what happened in that sort of both existence stalemate is where sort of the journalists go to get their concept of reaction to things. Because you think, how many articles do you see that has Twitter embedded into all the tweets embedded into it as examples of people's reactions to stuff or, you know, this is where also where people announce things. So while I think probably both will still exist and serve different niches, which will become sort of the platform that journalists go to for that purpose or that politicians go to make announcements, that will be really interesting to see where a shift happens. You know, do we go to threads to find out you know, what people's and embed that into Google search or embed that into articles because that changes the ecosystem a little bit. Right. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I don't think that Twitter or threads is going to be the death of 
of either platform. I think both can live coexistently, um, but serving their own own niches, um, you know, and whether or not, um, you, you know, Twitter, the people that are on Twitter, you know, it's, it's served its, its, its purpose, you know, it has its tried and true audience of, of followers where people go there for certain things. And I don't think like that is going to change no matter what controversy arises. You know, people are going to fight, um, fight back and, and, you know, ask Elon or whatever to, you know, uh, keep the features and, um, you know, the algorithm, um, you know, that, that works for them and that has worked for them over time. Um, so I feel like, um, in the, in the end, like both of these platforms really can, you know, live together, just, you know, serving different audiences and for different purposes. If you can have, uh, if you can have TikTok, YouTube Shorts, and Reels existing, doing essentially the same thing, uh, but serving slightly different audiences, why can't you have Threads and Twitter doing it too? Exactly. What's one more social media app to uh, suck up your time? Right. What's one more? <laughs> I don't need to see my um, screen time on my phone go up anymore. But you know, like you know, it's, it's all good. <laughs> and of course, I mean that's what it's all about. And so, given that you know, social media managers are scrambling on to understand what to do with it. You know, some brands mm-hmm. brands have been on Threads. Maybe they haven't posted. Obviously, some that are good at social media are trying things out. You know, what have you seen from brands so far? Um, you can't advertise yet. Uh, any updates on that? So what I've currently been seeing, um, I, I've been seeing two kind of different scenarios. You know, in the first couple of days, I was seeing a lot of brands posting like the same things that they were posting on Twitter, kind of seeing like what what the audience on both threads and Twitter, um, you know, how they were reacting and responding um, to the two different platforms. Um, Again, like my whole argument throughout, um, you know, this entire time together has been, you know, these need to be similar, but different in their own rights. Um, you know, the voice that you have on Twitter doesn't necessarily be mean to be the same voice that you have on TikTok or the same voice that you have on Facebook or the same voice you have on Instagram. And therefore, the voice that you have on, you know, Twitter does not need to be the same voice that you have on threads. So I really feel like brands and I have seen this kind of evolve throughout the past week or so as, as threads has, um, you know, come into fruition and, and brands have been getting a feel of their audiences. Um, you know, they're, they're finding their own voice, something that's different um, than they have been uh, using on other platforms um, in a way that responds to a particular niche audience. My, my view on brands so far on threads has been slightly uh, just frustrated <laughs> um, I think uh, um, uh, falling into some traps is that we talked about social media managers and that being the number one joke of all brands who anyone who just uh, anyone who was on early days of threads it, it sort of it really it really started to sort of grate on you when you're just like repeating the joke or trying to sort of um, be too meta in in the culture of being a like 
being on social media and bringing a brand on social media. Uh, now it's sort of calmed down slightly, as Marissa was saying, you're starting to try and find exactly what this platform is, because we're two weeks in, what this platform is going to be. It's still, you know, the tone of it, the engagement. They said if it, this is more about pleasant engagement, then that changes sort of the vibe a bit from sort of the snarkiness a little bit on on Twitter. Um, but we don't we don't quite know yet. Uh, and I think uh, brands can sort of they've got to be ready to be malleable to what this platform becomes. Um, and not certainly not just post. At this stage, maybe you can start still just about repeat what you have on Twitter uh, while this platform is building because this platform is not going to be built off brands and already the narrative around um, uh, brands, too many brands, this is a great place for brands. It won't be a great place for brands if people don't just enjoy being there on its mm. own self. Um, so... Right now, we can we can speculate about what brands want to do, and right now, I think you don't you don't need to try too hard at this point. <laughs> like, let it happen organically, because if you if you're just like that initial stage is like, oh, we're going so hard, so hard, and that's frustrated users. It certainly frustrated me, and so just allow yourself to be immersed in the culture of it and respond to what that culture is and how that develops, rather than just try to force it. Yes, I a hundred percent. And you know, this audience on threads again differs from that on Twitter is because it's 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 not hiding behind that screen name. You know, these are real people posting the real thoughts that potentially their friends, their family, like the people that they want to be influencing, um, you know, are seeing. Um, so it, it's a it's a direct voice over then a voice that you know is potentially being. Um, you know, secretive behind behind a screen name. So it is a different audience. And not just in sentiment, in, in the demographics, we're probably going to see, at least initially, some pretty big differences. Twitter is, is very geared towards young men, uh, while it, obviously Instagram, we know, is more geared towards young women. And if we, we see that come through, and the caveat of that Instagram is massive following against anyone, but uh, if we see that come through, at least the initial users of threads, that's going to change which brands are probably going to see heavy engagement to start off with, unless those Twitter users come across, uh, in which case, yeah. But, but the point of this could be a great opportunity for brands that target, who want to use text-based uh, advertising and think they can be funny or engaging in that format, but have never, have never gelled with the Twitter user base. Um, so this could be a great opportunity for, you know, sort of older women who aren't on Twitter. Could you potentially, you know, but do use Instagram? Uh, can you potentially target them this way? This, you know, there's this huge opportunity in just finding non-Twitter users. So I want to ask a follow-up because, you know, so, you know, we've done a number of episodes on uh, TikTok and our sort of general advice is, you know, you know, brands can't ignore it get in there, try things out. Would you say that's the same advice that you would give uh, to brands about threads or is this different? Would you say, you know, maybe take a little bit more time? I'd say, I mean, my argument would be, you know, get in there, find your voice, um, find, find your niche, find the community that responds best to you and, you know, leverage that, um, you know, yeah. 
like I was saying, like your voice on one platform does not necessarily need to be the same on another platform. Um, so I think find your voice, um, mm-hmm. right? like get on threads, find your voice um, and, and use that to your advantage. There is always advantage in being an early starter on it. Like all mm-hmm. you know, as users and in brand, if you are an early player in, in, in this, then as we see, you know, Twitter, so many of the people that are still the most followed have that's been consistent for, for years and years and years. Um, so yeah, if you can hit on something and draw in that and, and get that engagement uh, early mm-hmm. on, that, that will probably have, you know, pay dividends for, for quite some time. Um, but it's about getting the right engagement, not not over influx of, of advertising at this stage. Because we, we want to, people don't want to see. That's not why they're on threads to see to see the brands. That's not why they're going to go there. So they've got to recognise that. It's just you know, making posting the right content, not just thinking it's just like bombarding people. Because if a, if a post hits, then that will do the work for you rather than just yeah going over the top with it. I love that point you made about being an early starter because for me, um, entering into uh, a platform such as Twitter, I feel like I'm, I'm so late in the game. It's very intimidating for me, you know, and I could feel that that be the same for brands, you know, even entering into a space as TikTok right now, like it, it can be very intimidating. Like people already have their, um, you know, dedicated and, and niche user base. Um, so, you know, start now. You know, start build, building, building up your um, your audience, um, so it doesn't become intimidating in the long run. If it does become the success that Zuckerberg wants it to be. Excellent. Well, yeah, thank you. This has been an uh, in, enlightening uh, conversation. I feel a lot smarter about threads uh, now after speaking to you both. Uh, three key sort of takeaways from my perspective. Um, I think, obviously, despite this amazing hype, these impressive numbers, still a big question mark over the future of threads. Clearly, you know, do consumers need it? How will they use it? Um, so that's number one. But, you know, number two, you know, just picking up on what you're, you know, what you're both saying there you know this advantage of being an early starter you know why don't we we talk through some of those scenarios and one of the most potentially likely scenarios is these two platforms are going to coexist which means threads is going to have millions and millions of people on it it becomes a fight for time um and you know as you said uh, marissa it's all about finding your voice Uh, and then number three you know it's about adapting your strategy Uh, you know threads isn't twitter um and it's a different platform, so it can't be just a copy and paste of what you post on on Twitter. And you know, I, I love this point about thinking about it as an extension of Instagram um, and thinking about it in that uh, perspective, because I think that will sort of dictate um, marketing strategy for brands. All right, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, the conversation doesn't end here. Head over to Mintel's LinkedIn and Instagram, or even Threads, and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to know more about Mintel, visit Mintel.com and sign up to become a a member of the free Mintel Spotlight community. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you next time for a new episode of Little Conversation. Little Conversation.